Thank you, Siobhan. Sorry, that was quite a long one. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so, guys, we are looking at the, the story of uh, the, a series in joy, and we're going to be looking at uh, three elements of it, and we're going to be looking tonight at the past, how joy is rooted in the past, and then we're going to look at how it's connected in, to the future, uh, and then we're going to see how it works in the present. Um, so tonight we're looking at the past. Let's pray as, uh, as we mull over that passage in Isaiah. Lord God, we've been soaking in your spirit just now. How awesome is that? And we just pray, Lord, that uh, you would be continuing to do a work right now uh, through your word, Jesus. Lord, would you reveal what you want us to be uh, understanding of you tonight? Amen. Amen. That might be a bit of feel like a little bit of a, a bleak passage, perhaps, to talk on joy about. But do, if you've got it on your phones or the Bibles are just there, do have a look at it. Isaiah 55. Uh, Is that right? 51. Sorry, doing too many different talks. Isaiah 51. I want to ask you the question, when trouble comes your way, when uh, it feels like you're kind of hanging on to a thread or maybe you've had a light night like maybe some of us did last night and you're just at the end of your tether a little bit, um, <laughs> or maybe when you're feeling like actually you're on the road to nowhere, what is your survival strategy What's your survival strategy? What do you turn to uh, to get you to help you get through? What's your survival strategy? Uh, do we have any ostriches in here who like to uh, bury their head in the stand and just hope that it goes away eventually? Um, or maybe Netflix watchers or social media scrollers? Do we have any of those? Uh, or, or maybe maybe you're someone who just likes to gather your friends around and say, look, look, just be around me for a moment. I need to survive. Um, or maybe you go and seek professional help to help you get through uh, those next steps. What's your survival strategy? Is it food? Or is it getting outside and just running as fast as you can? Maybe you've got something else. There are so many different things that we can put our hands to today to help us get through when life is a bit tough, when we're at the end of our tether. And for the Israelites here, that we're kind of reading, there's, there's a lot of prophecy around uh, I, the story of Isaiah, and we're talking about the Israelites who are a group of people who are constantly on the move but they don't have any phones. Uh, they don't have TVs or Ben and Jerry's ice cream to get them through. They don't even have half the modes of things that we might be able to put our hands to today. So what's their survival strategy? What's their survival strategy? And I think they've got this one age-old method uh, that we're going to have a little look at today. Because I think it's fairly effective Telling stories and remembering. Okay? Telling stories and remembering. Their survival strategy. 
the Israelites are a whole people group. They've, they've been through the mill. If you know anything of the Old Testament, you'll kind of see these like peaks and troughs of these people that are meant to be called from God, set apart, pretty special. Uh, but they have high moments, but they have a lot of low moments, it seems. Uh, so they've got good reason, as it said in that Isaiah 51. They've got good reason to be trembling, to be fearful of their enemies, to be disheartened by their opposition. And this writer, it kind of turns their stories, their knowledge of the past, and he turns it for good, to hope, to have joy. Because they have stories that reveal God's faithfulness and God's character. Just look at verse 1, if you've got that open. The writer says, look back at your ancestors, where you have come from. Look back, do you remember Abraham and Sarah? They were alone, they were childless. And yet, God called them to be a family of many. The Israelite people were stuck in slavery in Egypt, and yet God divided the sea to make a way for their freedom. The Israelites have been under attack by the Babylonians, the Canaanites, the Philistines, we could go on, and yet God again and again pulled them out, pulled them through. So these stories reveal that God is faithful and that his character is good. His character is good. And then verse 7 and 8. Out of these stories that reveal God's faithfulness and, and character, there's this kind of reason to rejoice, this reason to receive the gift of joy. It says, my deliverance will be forever. My salvation to all generations, forever and ever. You see, when our view sometimes sees hopelessness, looking forward, God is working through the bigger picture, delivering us out of darkness and bringing salvation from the places of self, uh, slavery. He's got a bigger plan. He's got a bigger picture. He's doing a good work. So when we look back, uh, we know what he's done in the past. We can even look back at these stories in the Bible of the Israelites being pulled out constantly again and again. We know what he's done in the past, so surely he will do it again when our vision is blurred, when we feel stuck, surely he will do it again. We've just got a little, a little uh, phrase to, I want us to kind of maybe remember or just hold on to this evening. Joy is a gift that is rooted in the past, in stories that reveal God's faithfulness and character. Uh, in our small group recently, we've been sharing stories uh, of, of each other's stories of trying to understand where's God been at work in your life and, and why are you here today, <laughs> in a nice way. Um, what, how has God brought you to where you are today? 
And it's been, it's been really cool, hasn't it, guys, of, of like seeing the diversity of how God's been uh, working in people's lives, in the big, in the little, uh, revealing a little bit of uh, his character, his faithfulness. Sometimes we need to step back and have a little look back at what's been going on. How, how are you here today? How is it that you're here today? What, what's brought you to this place? Before we can see God's work ahead, we've got to look back and see his faithfulness before. I wonder also how often we speak this narrative, we share our stories of where God has been faithful in our lives. How often is it on the tip of your tongue of God's been really faithful in my life? Awesome to hear uh, Joel's story of, of his, uh, one, I'm sure he's got loads more of these, these stories of God being faithful in his life. We've all got these stories. Where have you seen God at work in your life? Now, guys, I'm, I, I kind of apologize, but I don't apologize. I'm going to make this a bit of an interactive talk. <laughs> um, maybe some of you are quite tired, but actually, I would love it if we could turn to someone near you and share for, for a moment. I'm going to give like at least four or five minutes to this. Um, to have a listen to each other's stories of where have you seen God at work in your life? It might be super small. It might be from years ago. It might just be from this morning. It might feel something quite big. But let's take some time, listen to one another. You might want to ask a few more like clarifying questions. What was that like? And, and how did that look in terms of where God was working? Let's try and focus on where God is working um, and let's listen to each other. You might, uh, you might be coming here for the first time and not even know who God is. Why not just enjoy listening to a story of someone else and see what it makes you feel? Okay, I'm going to set the timer or something. Turn to someone around you and uh, ask that question. Was that encouraging? Yeah? Okay, a few people are encouraged. Well, you know. We'll try again. Go for the bigger stories next time. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I just, there's, there's something about uh, raising faith, about sharing our stories that raises faith. Just an awesome story shared here but, that was relayed off hearing Joel's story. That uh, it, it keeps passing on. This faith builds up inside as we share even just a little bit of, of our stories of where God's been at work. Let's keep doing that, guys. Let's, let's keep noticing and sharing and, and see what happens within when we, when we hear these stories from the past. It does something to us. It raises faith. It plants a seed of joy in our hearts, right? Did, did anyone get a little kind of, oh, like a little pump in your heart of, that's amazing. God is real. God is alive. That's so good. Whoops, let's not delete that talk. Wee. <laughs> that would not be joyful. <laughs> God is good. God is good all the time. Yes, he is. Let's just put that little uh, reminder thing up one more time. Uh, why don't we say this uh, before I carry on? All together, one, two, three. Joy is a gift that is rooted in the past 
in stories that reveal God's faithfulness and character. Awesome. Now, guys, I just want to say a little kind of health warning here. Please don't get me wrong when, when you're hearing uh, what I'm saying about sharing good things of what God's been doing. Receiving the gift of joy is not a denial of struggles we experience, of, of loss, of pain. Joy is not a denial of those things. These are very important human uh, emotions and feelings and realities and experiences. Okay, so, so we're not saying that uh, we must replace these feelings uh, with a kind of happy feeling. That is not what joy is. We were looking at it a little bit uh, last week. Receiving joy, uh, which is rooted in the past, is choosing to, through, through it all, choose, choosing to trust in God who is faithful and whose character is never going to abandon you. That's not in his nature. That's not in his character. Receiving joy is, is keeping your feet in that rooted truth that God is good through it all, through our very real experiences here on earth. So please don't hear uh, me saying that you can't be sorrowful because actually there are times where we, where we need to <laughs> express those things. Okay, and we're going to look in the coming weeks a little bit more about that and a little bit more how we kind of play, play into the future and the present. Um, but tonight, I just want us to hold on to that thing. It's quite a short talk, but there's just that, that one phrase for us to hold on to those stories. How cool would it be is if, if we all had a story on the tip of our tongues of where God has been at work that that was raising your faith so much that you couldn't help but share it with your colleague or your neighbor or your person at school. You couldn't help share. There's this really cool thing. I'm just feeling really joyful within because I know that God is doing a good work because he's done it before. So surely he can do it again. Let's say that thing together one more time. Joy is a gift that is rooted in the past in stories that reveal God's faithfulness and character. It is a gift from God. It is a gift. It's not something that we conjure up from within. It's a gift from God. So perhaps, I know we've done a lot of kind of ministry and interceding already uh, in worship, but um, can, can I invite the, the band to come back up? I just think it'd be great to wait on God for a bit longer. We've been doing that already a little bit, so we've been exercising those muscles. But let's see what else God wants to give us. As, as we focus our time, let's really focus our time on remembering those stories, remembering what God's done. Even that word that uh, Richard shared about, it's the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that is at work in us. That is a cool story to remember. To remember, guys. Let's let's stand up right now. Let's stand.